Okay, with Alexander James uh, Dingman, uh, Unchosen is the short script that was the winner at the Fantasy Sci-Fi uh, uh, Film Festival. Really interesting script. It's a it's a short, and uh, I've seen on your IMDb you've directed before, so I'm assuming you want to direct uh, this film, this script as well. Ooh, um, if I could avoid directing, that'd be nice. Uh, I have directed once. Yes, it was a very stressful. Very stressful endeavor. Uh, and I honestly, I think the uh, the quality of the overall product suffered because of my lack of experience directing, too. So it's not something you, you would uh, prefer doing? You would f- prefer to, to delegate or to uh, collaborate with somebody else, I guess? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I focus a lot of my time and energy on just, like, mastering. Mastering is a strong word. Um, getting better at writing, uh, and not so much experience in regards to the directing and the producing of all that myself. Uh, but yes, I have done those things. All right. So let's talk about this script because it's a real tone wise. It's a really interesting script because, well, why don't you tell people what it is? What's what's it about? Like it's because it's got a really interesting kind of plot to it. What's what's the what, how would you pitch the, the the script? So basically, it's a story where the when you have that scene where the main villain is all like, "Join me, and we can rule the world together." The hero actually says yes. And under the dark side, yeah. like if, if Luke Skywalker yeah. joined the dark side, um, uh, yeah. Um, I thought it would be cool to have a story where the chosen one actually did switch sides because they always have that scene in every movie where they're made the offer. But then I realized uh, a little bit after the fact that that is exactly what happens to Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I didn't copy Star Wars. I, I realized that way after after I was already done. It's funny uh, that I just I used this the, the Luke Skywalker uh, reference with that, but to be fair, Annika doesn't he doesn't go he doesn't choose right away. He it takes he takes his time, I guess, right? Like, oh yeah, in this one it's a snap decision. Uh, yeah. The chosen one is very selfish, and I mean, we've all met people that were basically praised from birth and are very full of themselves because of it. Um, and that's basically what happened to him, uh, making him just this arrogant person who never even considered people to be on his level. So anyway, from that point, now that all hope is lost, uh, a random background character has to take over the role of hero for the story. Gotcha. So basically a background character uh, takes over. the pro- He's the main pro- protagonist, I guess, right? Yep, so just somebody had to step up, and he was there. Gotcha. This seems to be a little bit uh, like you've 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 got this idea from past experience or something like that. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, like if I met the farmhand in real life, we would not get along. Uh, he is relentlessly optimistic, and that uh. That doesn't gel with me at all. But I do find it really funny how he interacts with everybody else who's basically already given up. And his whole philosophy is just, why not try? 
Yeah, he's got a Captain America vibe to him. He does. Uh, yeah, if he had one superpower, it would be tenacity for sure. Yeah. Okay, so and, tell uh, me. Okay, so that, that attitude is really infectious, and it spreads to the other characters in the story. Or it's a little bit annoying, I guess, if it happens in real life, right? So. Oh yeah, in real life, it'd be super annoying. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's just what this world needs. So it's okay there. So what's interesting about your your script is the tone because you're you're kind of mixing genres uh, consciously or subconsciously into the script. So it's a fantasy, but it's also it's an action film, right? And uh, but it's also there's like a lot of comedic elements to it as well. Yeah, um, even when I try to write something serious, I always end up thinking of some jokes that I have to throw in there. So. I usually stick to comedy as my genre of choice. So then this script is like, you're kind of balancing the, this tone, I guess, right. Kind of like lightheartedness to it, but there's like this, there is a really interesting thematic in, in the, in the film, right. Because it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's because you're like, you're, you people get typecast and it's basically going beyond the being, being typecast, I guess. Right. Like, I guess in life we're all kind of get labeled and it's like going beyond what we're being labeled, I guess. No, you you got it right on the nose there. That's yeah. uh, that's kind of the whole point of it. Um, everyone in the story is given a role, and that's kind of where the problem stems. Is uh, there's this super old prophecy, and everyone's holding to it just because it's old. It has no basis at all, and uh, that's kind of what the farmhand's job is, is to prove that it doesn't really mean anything. And once people start to see that, they start to kind of forge their own destiny. And yeah, I guess that's what I meant about like, kind of like uh, uh, you, you like from a, a real life kind of take, I guess you've seen this in your own life, I guess, or from others, well, either we, yourself we or from others. We all in real life, you yeah. know. Uh, people make snap judgments about each other, and uh, we we might get forced into roles we're not happy with but the only one really keeping us there is ourselves i guess is my point gotcha so okay so tell me about uh your 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 writing process like in terms of this do you remember when you first got this idea for the script oh yeah no i had the idea um maybe about a year before i wrote it because I wasn't sure exactly how I wanted to go about it. Like I had the, I had the joke, right. It was the joke about uh, uh, the chosen one switching sides and getting just shown up by this random guy. Uh, But like one of the original endings I was debating was um, I thought it would be funny if while trying to attack the farmhand, the chosen one accidentally stabbed the the evil wizard and fulfilled the prophecy that way mm. but i ended up not going that direction because uh i didn't like that the prophecy was right i wanted to i want to have an ending where the prophecy was completely meaningless gotcha is this so, like a, so yeah. is there a bigger Sorry. idea here with the with with is there a bigger idea with this script like a, like a feature or is it is it set for a short um i mean i wrote it for a short um specifically for a film festival uh in in iowa um okay 
And I, I wrote like with the time constraints in mind, like it was a 15 page limit. And uh, I had to kind of squeeze it in just to get it right at that 15 mark. Um, I could probably expand it if I needed to. Uh, if I were to make it like, I don't know, a half hour feature or something, uh, I'd probably uh, have more time with the chosen one before he switches sides just to kind of fake people out that I, I really am just completely abandoning the protagonist for a new one halfway through. Um, but even if I don't do that, I'm, I'm really satisfied with the, uh, the, the version I have right now. And, and how did uh, it go with the, how did it go with the film festival? Uh, well, I, uh, I was a finalist. I didn't win. Um, but for the life of me, I can't remember what did win. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like uh, it went over pretty well. But uh, I think they were looking for something a little more dramatic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Comedies don't tend to play well when it comes to like awards. Uh, not that I let that influence my writing at all. I'm I'm gonna write comedy forever. But. Uh, yeah, if I want to actually uh, take home a trophy, I'd have to have something a little bit more, I don't know, dramatic, tear-jerky type of thing. So you actually think that, eh? Like, even though, like, you know, from a general sense, comedy is harder to write than, than drama. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I see fantastic comedies at film festivals get snubbed for like a zombie movie or something yeah. and i'm like oh come on how many times have i seen zombies but this this is like hilarious and meaningful and it didn't win uh but i could rant about that way too long let's, let's not go there How's the how's the film industry in Iowa? The, is there is like a is there a group of people like there's a, there's there's you just described one festival is there festivals like is there, there a community? There's several festivals, yeah. Um, so it's interesting in Iowa. Um, before I was involved in the film industry, I was just a kid. Uh, there was some kind of tax loophole for filming in Iowa, and that brought a lot of people over uh to exploit the tax loophole and then uh some new laws were made and they closed that up and you couldn't get huge tax breaks from filming in iowa anymore uh so the big hollywood people left but what they left behind was this new uh like expanding film community in iowa and that just kept going and that's where we are where we're at now Iowa has, I'd say, a pretty surprisingly dedicated uh, filmmaker base. Really, eh? Yeah, I mean, you know, you should come down sometime. Go to this. Uh, my favorite's the Snake Alley Film Festival. Uh, but there's, there's, there's others. Because uh, I think of, I just think of Field of Dreams when I think of Iowa. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of. Uh, Hick farmer stereotypes coming in around here. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I, I live in a city. I don't really have any experience with uh, agriculture. <laughs> gotcha. 
So yeah, so then so then you got the uh isn't isn't John Wayne from Iowa? Um I don't know. I know Jason Momoa is. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. That's even more that's more modern and more of a more modern, a, yeah. yeah. You gotta keep in mind. I'm a little too young for John Wayne. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was dead before I was born. Sure, I'm I'm sure he was, but he, you you've heard of him. He's got a legacy. I, I have heard of him, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was from uh, Iowa. Yeah. So Ashton uh, Kutcher. So yeah, I, well there you go, right? So yeah, there, so. there's a handful of uh, famous people from Iowa, but yeah, um, you wouldn't expect it. But yeah, uh, obviously we're not as big as like L.A. or New York, but um, yeah, we got a a small dedicated film community, and it's enough that like every year, uh, you just get a whole new slew of short films. Uh, from people in the state. That's that's amazing. I, lo- I love to hear that. And uh, yep, yeah, enough so, to fill a weekend long festival at least. Gotcha. I remember the movie. You're probably even too young for this too, but I remember the movie Election was was based in Ohio, Ohio which is a great film. So, you too young for that? Probably. Uh, when was that? Uh, probably 98, 99, Reese Witherspoon. Well, Matthew I Broderick. Wasn't live. I just uh, probably wasn't watching the election. It's yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fantastic, uh, pretty fantastic film. So if you ever get, take a look, take a look at it. So Alexander Payne, you know, who Alexander Payne is. Um, no, no, I don't. Okay. So Super okay, so tell well. me maybe different genres. It is a comedy too. Uh, um. Alexander Payne makes movies about America, like basically mm-hmm. in middle America, and basically they're usually comedy based. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I could check him out, uh, but I'm not going to know him right now. Like Nebraska, I guess Nebraska is like he's from Nebraska, so he makes a lot of like movies about that. So, anyways. So tell me, okay, so then basically, so basically you, 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 how did you get into like writing scripts and in movies and how did you get in yourself into that, into this field? Um, well, I started writing scripts, uh, probably in high school. Yeah. In high school. Um, and before that I experimented with other art forms that I was no good at. Like, uh, um, you know, I tried drawing for a little while but i can only draw something that i'm directly looking at and i can't draw anything from my head so i had to find something that would be able to take what's in my head and put it out there in like a physical form Mm -hmm. uh and words were how i ended up doing that but even before that uh i was like a little kid i would draw like little comic books okay um they weren't they weren't good. I was never good at drawing, but um uh I made a a comic series called The Blue Noodle and it was about as a superhero, right? It was about a noodle that fell into radioactive food coloring, which you turned him blue and gave him superpowers. Gotcha. And then so you just got into it. You like and you just and then, uh, you, then Yeah, you and then been... uh I actually um I started writing like scripts with a friend of mine. Uh, 
And we had a lot of fun writing a script together. And uh, I realized that I enjoyed writing a lot. Uh, but I was getting sick of having to wait for him to like uh, be in the mood to work on the script. Yeah. So I started making my own scripts and I just kind of evolved from there. And, um, you know, you write enough scripts, you eventually bump into, uh, you know, the, the writer community in Iowa. Uh, I found them through Facebook and they would meet once a month. So I was go, I'd go over there and I'd hang out with the other writers and learn what I could and uh, just kind of incorporate what I can from them. And uh, in turn, like, they'd help me uh, iron out some of my rougher drafts. Um, and that, that became a part of my writing process for a while there. And so where's that friend now that we used to collaborate with? Uh, I mean, he doesn't write so much anymore. I'm sure he could. But uh, he went to college. Uh, we still keep in touch. Okay. Uh, he, he still lives around here. It's not like he's gone. I, I see him every every once in a while um but yeah uh he went to college to study acting and he's more into acting than writing gotcha although he does also direct on occasion so so he's still in the game he's still like he's, he's still, still doing it, but he's, right? he's more with uh stage than film gotcha so although the... we are we are both film nerds like we swapped trivia whenever we get together. For oh, sure. so would like so you're like you're, but I guess you're like you're in like kind of like the comedy comic book world. That's your that's your thing. Uh, those would be my two favorites. Yeah, um, I liked superhero movies uh, before they were good. If you remember pre two thousand eight. Okay, so we tell me getting... when what was the jump like the moment where they stopped being good. Well, what do you mean when they started being good? You said you said you liked it before they were before they were good. Like, uh, yeah. oh, so you're, so they're good now. They're just they weren't they're good, good in the past. Well, okay, well, it, if it was just a few years earlier, I would have said yes, they're good now. Uh, two thousand eight to two thousand nineteen, superhero movies were good. So, like, uh, The Dark Knight started it, and then it, it went. The it, Dark Knight. And Iron Man came out the same year, yeah. and they were both huge jumps in quality from what we were working with, which was like Fantastic Four, uh, um, and then like the the Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Uh, those were, I mean, I love those movies. I don't think they're good movies. Okay, but I love those movies. Uh, but then, just like objectively, from a filmmaking standpoint huge jump in quality around the time uh like the marvel movies started coming out yeah and you mentioned the dark knight trilogy came out around that time too uh i love the dark knight uh because the joker's funny yeah well in i guess they, in, a, in a general sense they kind of made him for for adults or people like yourself they yeah they, like you look at you describe those movies uh uh, the Fantastic Four, which they never kind of figured out, right? Because they tried to they tried no, to make no. a new version but, of it. Like it, it was, it was, it was goofy and it was fun, and I just love superheroes, so yeah. I was all for it, regardless of quality. I was going to watch any superhero thing that they gave me. Yeah. Um. And um, that's not to say there wasn't anything good. Uh, we had starting in two thousand two, we had the Spider Man trilogy. 
Yeah, from Sam Raimi. The first, the uh, first those, introduction to Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those those hold up really well. Um, well, Spider-Man Two is fantastic. Spider-Man Three is uh, a little bit busy. Well, like too, a like it's, it's over. It's a little bit overproduced, I guess. Over too many characters. Too many characters. Yeah, but it's. I loved it. It's fine. Uh, even if it's bad, I, I love the superheroes. So, um, yeah. But I also comedy is uh, my true calling. Um, so I can fuse those together if I ever can. Uh, that'd be ideal. Well, so no, yeah. I, I guess that's why you like Iron Man. I guess right. Like it's got that. Kind of like but he's it's serious, but they're not. It's not too serious. Too. What's that? Um, uh, so I don't know how much time we have left, but I, I, there was one thing I wanted to uh, mention that no one seemed to catch in uh, uh, the reviews of my script. Okay. So everyone assumes that the farmhand is male. Yeah, it's a female, right? No, um, I never gendered the character. I took very specific liberties in the stage direction to never say he or she the entire time. Okay. And uh, the reason I did this um, was because I wanted this character to truly be like a blank slate. You know what I mean? Like it could be anybody from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh and I, I debated uh, with myself whether I wanted it to be male or female for a long time before deciding I just wanted to just not answer the question at all. Um, and because of that, people tend to see themselves, you know. Yeah. So men tend to assume that the farmhand is male. Uh, even I use he, uh, he, him on him on the farmhand yeah. uh, when I talk about him. But that's just not true. It could it could literally be anybody. If I were to cast it, I would want either the prettiest boy I can find or the most masculine girl I can find. Uh, just to just to really walk that line where you can't quite tell what's going on there. You know what I mean? So there's the like in my generation, uh Basically, th this tells you how far we've come. But there's like a there's an old kind of uh, riddle that they say. Pat? What's that? Are you talking about it's Pat? No, no, no. I'll give you I'll give you the riddle. Right. So basically, okay. basically, my generation. So someone would go. So uh, father and son are driving a car and they get into an accident and it's fatal and the, and the dad dies. Son gets gets rushed to the hospital and he goes into surgery and the surgeon goes, Oh, I can't. I can't give. I can't uh, operate on this person. It's my son. How is that possible? Uh, you got me. The 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 surgeon is is the mom. It's not the dad, right? It's like that. That's oh, the, yeah, that's embarrassing. You got me there. Yeah. yeah so basically, the that point is, is, is that ingrained in our society, right there. Yeah. Um, so the so the point is it's, it go it relates to your script right where yeah that's the kind of thing I'm just trying to wash my hands of basically I don't want people to know exactly where this character comes from what they're about I I want them to literally just be an extra that walked onto the story and took over <laughs> yeah so but sorry that but they use that riddle I gave you it's the point of your script meaning that. 
you don't you don't give the gender to the to the main character so then the audience assumes so certain audience assumes because of that certain character trope is generally always played by a male so mm-hmm. people would read it and they're assuming it's a male, but even though it could be anybody, right? That's the whole point. I'm right. Like, and I'm not gonna tell them they're wrong. Like uh um when I've done script reads, not like professional script reads, but just like like you know, writers getting together. Um they say like, uh, who should read this? And I'm like, literally anybody, it's fine. There's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. So I've I've had uh, men and women read for the character. Gotcha. Um, and, it, and it works both ways. So yeah, so it's interesting, it's interesting that you brought that up. So yeah, it's a really it's a really great point, which is it's it's good because it's like even now it's like we we're writing scripts and it's like it doesn't have to be like if there's a role of an office police officer or a doctor or whatever like that. Even when I noticed with casting directors in the past, they would just immediately assign a, a male to that role even though it's not specific of what the gender is, right? Right. I've read scripts like that where basically in the script, we just assign them as male, but when casting, we just take whatever we can. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, those roles might be cast by women, but in the script, we just default to male. Yeah. So, yeah, Uh, that's what's great. It does happen a lot. Well, I think your script's fantastic. We wish you, like, I'm glad we, uh, we're we very proud to show it. And it seems like it's doing well on the festival circuits, too. Looks like you've won some other awards at other festivals with this script. So it's really it's really kind of showcasing your talent and your work, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I worked really hard on it. Um, uh, particularly the whole, uh, the whole pronoun thing. I had to, I had to do some research just to get, everything right for that um i also read a bunch of um uh the legends of king arthur just to get all that ye olden dialogue uh correct and -hmm. then i had to dial back all that old dialogue because no one knew what it meant (laughs) so i had to find like exactly the line where it's still old timey speak but we know what they're saying. What yeah. I'm trying to say is there were a lot of drafts. Gotcha. Well, it's it's paid off, I guess, uh, to date, yeah. right? Uh, I, that makes me very happy to hear, truly. Uh, a lot of work went into it. All right. Well, keep at it. Like I still told you, you got there's a certain talent when you're able to to find that tone and like kind yeah, of mix the genres. Know, uh, and, I got to yeah. say, I really like what you're doing with this uh, feedback festival. Um when I saw that, like, you offered discounts to people that didn't win to yeah. reapply, I was like, I'm sold. This place is great. And after getting uh, the the script read, like, on YouTube, uh, it's just so nice to have, like, a version of it that you can show people. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be submitting to that festival again in the future. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. That's really awesome. I really like what you're doing there. Well, I thank you. I really appreciate the kind words. It's uh, we're 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 trying to the uh, trying our best. So we I appreciate the the what you just said there. So you get oh, it. Um, are you gonna are you gonna give me a link to this podcast one? Yeah. It's, well, well, when we're finished. It will basically we'll post it in a couple of weeks, and then I'll send you a link when it's up. Okay. Awesome. Thank you.
Thank you, man. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Enjoy Iowa. I'm actually going to go to bed, but I'll enjoy that. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.